I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We all love a good movie death, whether it's watching a masked killer dismember teens in horror movies or seeing an awful villain finally meet his match in an action movie, nothing is quite as cathartic as a bit of on-screen violence, and 2020 brought its A-game when it was so desperately needed. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are the 10 best movie deaths of 2020. Number 10. Black Mask's Explosive Surprise, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey offered up perhaps the most thoroughly detestable villain in DC movie history, with the violent, psychopathic, big crime lord baby Roman Sionis, aka Black Mask, played with deliciously demented glee by Ewan McGregor. He was an antagonist viewers loved to hate, and while many expected he'd somehow live to fight another day, he got categorically, unambiguously murdered in the film's nutty climax. Here, Sionis has young Cassandra Kane held hostage, at which point she reveals that she sneaked a grenade into Sionis's jacket and even pulled the pin. As Sionis panics, Harley Quinn springs into action and flips the dude over the edge of the pier. He lets out a hilarious high-pitched scream mere moments before the grenade explodes him into several meaty chunks, which inexplicably gives Harley a taste for tacos. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Number 9. Death by Wine Bottle freaky. Christopher Landon's satirical body swap horror film features a number of gloriously OTT death scenes, largely intended to parody the creatively overblown murder scenes from the Friday the 13th franchise. But the movie gets its best kill out of the way first, when the Blissfield Butcher preys on a group of teenagers, the first of whom he corners in a wine cellar. Cue the butcher grabbing a wine bottle and forcibly shoving it down the kid's throat with all of his might. And once the bottle has fully blocked the poor sap's windpipe, the butcher gives it an extra tap, sending shattered glass fragments through his throat. Like, yeah, it's funny because it's so over the top, but just saying those words out loud makes me feel a bit queasy, man. As amusingly grisly as several subsequent deaths were, death by tennis racket in particular, this was the movie's easy peak. Number 8. Surfboard Decapitation, The Babysitter Killer Queen Though The Babysitter Killer Queen may have been a relatively uneven sequel, it nevertheless delivered where outrageously daft deaths were concerned. Picking just one isn't easy, especially in a film where Bella Thorne's head gets parted from her body with a forceful tug, but the best of show is surely the hilarious demise of Sonya. Despite being burned to death in the first film, Sonya is resurrected for another go around here, leading to her being hit by a car twice, pinned against a wall, and finally decapitated by a surfboard flung from the top 
of said car. In most other movies, the improbable razor sharpness of the surfboard would raise a few questions, but here it's totally consistent with the movie's cartoonishly brutal style. Seriously, this is like Looney Tunes, but with a hard R. Like, if only the rest of the movie was like this all the way through, that would have been awesome. Number seven, creamed by a cement mixer, Unhinged. Unhinged was not a good movie by any conventional metric, but it was a game slice of fun schlock in a year sorely lacking in it. Russell Crowe here commits thoroughly to the role of Tom Cooper, a murderous psychopath pursuing a mother, Rachel, and her son following a road rage accident. And there are a few memorable deaths to choose from here, though the one that surely produces the most shocked gasps from viewers is the ultra-sudden demise of the cop who Rachel attempts to hail for help while being chased down down by Tom. As she speaks to the cop, Tom re-ends his car, sending him spinning out of control. As he comes to a stop and attempts to call dispatch for backup, he's suddenly creamed by a cement mixer, totally flattening the cop car and killing him instantly. Despite sadly lacking any gory detail, the sheer harshness of this death scene, combined with how totally unexpected it is, makes it uncommonly effective and perhaps a little darkly comedic as well. Number 6. The Grenade Down the Pants the hunt. Love it or hate it, the hunt certainly had a lot of fun wasting most of its cast in inventively grisly ways, with the most hilariously wild demise being reserved for Crisis Mike, a refugee who eventually reveals himself to be a hunter merely playing a part. Soon after he reveals his subterfuge to Gary, Gary attacks him and then to finish him off shoves a live grenade down his pants. Quicker than Gary can quip, is that a large explosive device in your pocket or are you just pleased to see me? The inevitable happens and Mike gets blown to smithereens and knackers first, his meaty chunks being distributed all over the train yard. Like many amazing deaths, it'll make you wince and laugh at the same time because that's not where grenades are supposed to go, mate. I'm sorry to tell you, but just, just keep them away from there in the future, please. I don't want any more nightmares. Number five, Edna's final form, Relic. Natalie Erika James's directorial debut Relic was one of 2020's most hauntingly evocative horror films. This movie chronicles the mental and physical deterioration of an elderly woman, Edna, who in addition to suffering from dementia was also being slowly dismantled from within by a malevolent supernatural presence. Throughout the film, black mold sores appear all over Edna's body, and by the film's end, her skin has effectively rotted away. Her daughter Kay then helps her peel away the remaining hair and flesh, revealing a black, withered skeletal figure underneath. In the film's final devastating scene, Kay comforts Edna as she finally passes away. As shocking as the body horror aspect of Edna's death is, it never feels exploitative or gross for its own sake. It's a genuinely upsetting climax which confirms the anguish of a parent losing their identity until they're no longer there. It's surprisingly tender and a hugely effective note to end on. Number 4. Death by Lawnmower Becky. Becky was one of 2020's most pleasantly surprising movies, a gonzo thriller in which Kevin James, yes, that Kevin James, played massively against type as Dominic, a skinhead neo-Nazi who faces off against the titular teenage girl while trying to track down a special key. Now this is a list of best movie deaths that so far featured Vince Vaughn and Kevin James. Like, 2020 was just so, so weird. Anyway, in the film's climax, Becky manages to take Dominic out for good by riding over his head with a lawnmower. Directors Jonathan Millett and Carey Murnian spare no visual detail by showing viewers the icky remains. Dominic's exposed, shredded brain residing in what little is left of his skull. Gross stuff, X 
excellent stuff, the kind of stuff that'll put you off your teeth. Though the famous lawnmower scene from Peter Jackson's Brain Dead, only one from Scott Derrickson's Sinister, will likely never be topped in the murder by home appliance stakes. This is the closest contender that we've had in a while. Number three, Reverend T. Garden's commitments, The Devil All the Time. The Devil All the Time was one of 2020's most uncompromisingly grim movies, a southern fried thriller filled with death and destruction at every turn. In this movie, Robert Pattinson gives a terrific performance as the lecherous preacher Teagarden, so much so that viewers can't wait to see him get his comeuppance after he sexually assaults Arvin's stepsister Lenora and gets her pregnant, leading to her suicide. The climactic confrontation between the two sees Arvin get the drop on Teagarden, and after a brief tense scene in which Teagarden attempts to talk his way out of things, Arvin hastily shoots him in the head. It's brief and messy and gives Teagarden exactly the fate he deserves, dying while squirming helplessly on the church floor. It may not have been the goriest or even the most creative death of 2020, but it just might have been the most satisfying to watch. Number 2. Sater Gets Buried at Sea Tenet. As divisive as Christopher Nolan's Tenet has been, most viewers will surely agree that Kenneth Branagh gives a terrifically menacing performance as the film's antagonist, Russian oligarch Andrei Sater. Much of the film is defined by Sater's fraught relationship with his estranged wife Kat, and in the delirious third act, Kat is tasked with preventing Sater from killing himself and activating an algorithm which will effectively destroy the world. However, Kat ultimately makes the decision to kill Sater herself, plugging him with a bullet and, in a massively satisfying moment, dubbing his corpse off the yacht. For added measure, his head smashes on the side of the boat as he tumbles into the sea. For a PG-13 movie, it's a shocking bit of brutality, but more than earned considering the situation. Thankfully, the protagonists, Neil and Eves, managed to secure the algorithm regardless of Sato's death, but Cat sure as hell took a risk here, and a deeply gratifying one at that. Number 1. Emily's Murder, The Invisible Man The Invisible Man was one of 2020's most surprising movies, smart, provocative, and terrifically crafted by writer-director Lee Winnell, with a stellar performance from Elizabeth Moss holding it all together. It features a few memorable death scenes, though not one that left audiences as shaken and shocked as that of Cecilia's sister Emily midway through the movie. During the sequence, Cecilia meets with Emily at a restaurant to explain how her abusive ex Adrian has been using an optical suit to turn invisible, when all of a sudden an invisible figure slits Emily's throat and forces the knife into Cecilia's hand. Sure, you have to accept the implausibility of the restaurant apparently not having any working cameras, but it's such an unexpected and jarringly nasty death scene that it lingered around in viewers' minds like no other in 2020. Every great thriller needs a things-just-got-real moment, and for The Invisible Man, this was unequivocally it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 
20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.